Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. First Samuel chapter 3, it says, The Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here I am. So he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. And he said, I did not call you. Lie down again. And he went and lie down. Then the Lord called yet again, Samuel. And so Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. And he answered, I did not call you, my son. Go lie down. And then, now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again a third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you did call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Therefore, Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he calls you, that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant hears. Then the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I will do something in Israel at which both ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. Now the Bible uh, tells us that God has spoken to people in a variety of ways. And uh, Hebrews 1, verse 1, it says, God, who at various times and various ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets, and in these last days has spoken to us by his Son. In other words, God has always spoken to his people. And I think the Lord wants to speak to every one of you. And, you know, when God created mankind, you think about why did God create mankind to have a relationship with him. And most of you know that any relationship, to grow, you have to have good communication. And, you know, if you want to develop uh, any relationship, all relationships require communication. And when a couple fails to communicate, it often is the beginning of the end of that relationship. For any relationship to grow strong and to grow deeper, you must be able to communicate. Now, God wants to have a close relationship with you, and that involves communicating. And, and God seeks to communicate to you, and you have the capacity to communicate to God. You know, one way that we communicate to God is through prayer. <clears throat> you know, communicating, uh, even as we worship this morning, we're praying, you know, Lord, we thank you for all your blessings, your goodness, but even through prayers of, Lord, uh, the disappointments we're experiencing or, or sometimes fear or hurt or pain, that we communicate to the Lord. And, and that's important that we communicate to God. And as we communicate to God, that develops our fellowship and our relationship with God, and your relationship with God grows deeper. See, sometimes people think, I don't need to go to church or pray or read my Bible one to be a Christian. One of the purposes of communication is to develop relationships, right? And so one of the reasons prayer is so important is because it is one of the ways in which we develop our relationship with God. Now, God has many ways to communicate with us. And in our text today, in verse 1, it says the word of the Lord was rare in those days, and there was no widespread revelation. So the word of the Lord was rare. What does that mean? Well, it's not because God didn't want to speak. It was because no one was listening. God wanted to speak, but no one was listening. I would ask you, do you think there are people today that God wants to speak to, but they're not listening? 
Yeah, I think so, right? I mean, we live in a society where there's so much going on. We have, you know, just confusion and, you know, every other kind of sound going all the time from the time we get up to the time we go to bed. But we're spiritual beings, and we were created to fellowship with God. And when we do not create with, uh, when we do not communicate with God, it causes a lot of problems. And, and I'm sure all of us know people or have experienced in our own life, when we don't pray, we don't communicate with God, we don't hear from him, and then we make bad choices, and God doesn't want that. He wants to give us wisdom. He wants to speak to us. He wants to direct us. Now, one of the ways in which God has communicated to people was through visions. You know, visions are uh, like a dream where you feel like you're participating in the experience, except in a vision, you're wide awake, and whereas a dream, you're sleeping. Now, uh, a vision, you're wide awake, and you see things and perceive things uh, that like you're participating in it, uh, at w- this event that's going on in your mind, and it's very clear and very real. And uh, in a vision, it, it's sort of like stepping into the spiritual realm. Uh, in the spiritual realm, you see and hear and observe things in the spirit, and, and it's like a conscious awareness of what's going on in the spiritual realm, the things that are going on behind God, the scenes in uh, the world. You know, reveals truth uh, to many through visions. And remember the prophet Ezekiel? God revealed visions to him. John the Apostle uh, wrote the book of Revelation, and it seemed that God gave him a vision to see events that would take place 2,000 years after his death. Uh, God communicated to people through dreams, except, you know, dreams are quite often more abstract and need interpretation. When we look at many of the examples in the Bible of people having dreams, some of them, like Pharaoh, he had a dream, but he didn't understand it. So he needs someone to interpret it. So he got Joseph to interpret the dream. Uh, Or Nebuchadnezzar. God spoke to Nebuchadnezzar through a dream. And, uh, you know, these weren't Christians, and God spoke to them. But they needed someone to interpret. So Daniel interpreted for Nebuchadnezzar. So, you know, God can speak through dreams. And, and uh, Acts 2, verse 17 of the New Testament says, And so it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Uh, y- your young men shall see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. He wants to speak to you. Now, in our text, God spoke to Samuel in an audible voice early in the morning. Verse 3, it says, and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord. So that indicates it was early in the morning, you know, where they, the lamps went out. And so it's very interesting to me <clears throat> that as God spoke to Samuel early in the morning, when did Jesus go out to pray? Early in the morning. In Mark 135, it says, Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. Why would Jesus go to a place where it is quiet, and, you know, a solitary place where there's no one else alone. Why would he do that? Well, because that's the best time and the best place to get divine direction for the day. God spoke to Samuel early in the morning in an audible voice. In verse 4, it says, So the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. And he said, I did not call you. Go lie down. Now, this happens three times until Eli realizes that God's speaking to Samuel. I think an important thing that we need to note is that it is not always easy to discern the voice of God. In verse 8, Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Therefore, Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he calls you, that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. Now, the Lord spoke to Samuel in an audible voice, and yet he still was not really clear about what was going on. Verse 10, now the Lord came and stood and called him at other times, Samuel, Samuel, and Samuel answered, speak for your servant hears. The Lord begins to reveal to Samuel 
what's going to happen in the nation of Israel. And it's the beginning of a long relationship of Samuel hearing God's voice and then communicating that truth to the people, God's people. Now, when Jesus was baptized, uh, God spoke in an audible voice. There in Matthew 3.16, it says, when, when Jesus was baptized, verse 17, suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So God spoke in an audible voice to Samuel. And, and there, when Jesus was baptized, was an audible voice. Then again, with Paul the apostle, when he was on the road to Damascus, remember that he was going to Damascus to arrest Christians and uh, put them in prison. And the Lord spoke to Paul in Acts 9.3 where it says, And he journeyed and came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell on the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no one. So God can speak uh, to people through an audible voice. I mean, it seems in the scripture that there's less of that. Uh, but uh, Elijah, remember when Elijah was running from Jezebel? Remember God had used Elijah in a, in a big way. And uh, now he's, he's in fear running. And uh, uh, 1 Kings 19 tells us there, it says, uh, Then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks into pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. I find that very often, God speaks to his people in a still, small voice. You know, some people might call it the voice of conscience, but we all have probably heard God speak to us. You know, maybe you don't recognize it. Quite often, uh, that still small voice is God speaking to us, directing us, guiding us. And it is quite difficult sometimes to discern God's voice. And I think this is a key ingredient to having a fruitful Christian life because God wants to speak to you. God wants to lead you and guide you. But sometimes we can't discern, is that God or is that myself? I don't know if you've ever thought about where your thoughts come from. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought about like, you know, when you're at church and, you know, you're like, yes, I love God and I'm, I'm learning the, from the sermon. And then all of a sudden some weird thought pops into your head uh, and, and you're like, whoa, where'd that come from? Well, they come from somewhere, right? You ever thought where they come? I mean, you think about your brain works. It's like this, you know, consistency of a big meatloaf up there and a bunch of chemicals and, and it generates thoughts, right? Now, it's just crazy to think about how complex God made us that we have these thoughts. But uh, there have been times when, when I have had a thought and I thought it was the voice of God and then it turns out it was just my own voice. And many times, you know, I've thought, well, that's just my own idea and it turns out that was God speaking to me. And it is difficult to discern the difference between God speaking to you and, you know, uh, is it just, you know, your own thoughts. And I think it's important for us to understand that the Bible says in Romans 8, 16, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit. See, when God speaks to us, he speaks to your spirit. Now, when my spirit brings that thought from God into my consciousness, uh, it comes into my consciousness where my own thoughts are and my own ideas are, right? And so it can be difficult to discern where the thought came from. Is it just the chemicals in my mind producing thoughts or is it God speaking to me? Now, I think that this is one of the most important truths to understand as a Christian, that God wants to speak to you, and God wants us to discern the difference between our own thoughts and his. But it, it can be quite difficult. Uh, and quite often, Christians wonder, well, how do you know? You know, when my wife and I bought our first house, uh, we were praying, 
Lord, should we buy a house? And I don't want to buy a house. And our pastor was like, well, it's a good decision. You should do it. So we start praying. Should we buy a house? So we find a house. We get a realtor. She finds this house. And I'm pretty sure this is the one. I mean, you know, I'm, and we, we both pray. And we're like, yeah, we should, we should do it. So we're praying, Lord, if you want us to do it, open the doors. If you don't want us to do it, close the doors. So we're praying and we're praying. And then one day, uh, my wife's grandma comes over and said, how much money do you guys need to get that house? And we told her. And she said, okay. And she just wrote us a check, gave it to us. And my wife and Loki was like, well, that's God opening the door. All right, let's roll. I didn't know exactly what the Lord was telling me. And a lot of times when God speaks to us in a small voice, we have to wait for further developments. And, and quite often God will confirm what he's speaking to you. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will.